Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service, and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. You are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Today we're telling the story of an experiment in paying it forward. It's often hard to believe that companies can and do pay it forward. Especially now, when every other startup and large corporation seems to be laying off employees by the hundreds. It's hard to believe in business with a conscience. But there is a small group of founders across the country who are trying to help each other with cash and advice. They're proving that there's always enough to go around if we just put our hearts into finding creative solutions. Welcome to Startup Inc. I'm your host, Shalini Omachandran, and I'm an associate editor at Mint. Before we begin, let me tell you what this show is not about. We won't be chasing news on funding, valuation, exits, acquisitions. Instead, we'll bring you the story of startups, how they're changing the way we work and the way we live. Three weeks ago, the founders of some early-stage startups in the software-as-a-service business took a hard look at their balance sheets. Some of them had less than three months' runway because the revenue on which they depend had dried up. Some would be forced to shut down even if they had good products. For the last two decades, SaaS startups in India have been helping corporates move to cloud computing. These startups offer software as a service, also known as SaaS, and you pay as you use. India has gained from the shift to cloud because global enterprises can find cheaper and faster solutions from SaaS companies in India. The current coronavirus outbreak could boost business, but startups will have to survive this current storm to enjoy the benefits later. Most startups in the software-as-a-service sector run on a revenue-sharing basis. They manage services for a larger client, but if the client doesn't pay, they don't make money. So some founders who were slightly better off got together and thought about how they could help get working capital to other startups to help them keep the lights on. One group of founders who have come together are people who have been through the Upeka Accelerator program together. Gagandeep Singh Josan is one of them. He's the co-founder of Nitio Learn. It's a Bengaluru-based startup and it has a SaaS platform for micro-learning for workforces that are scattered across locations. So an e-commerce company, for instance, could use Nitio Learn to train its sales staff anywhere in the country. Nityolan found that more companies were using their product during the lockdown. This is because there was an increased need for online training. But payments were being held up, especially in sectors like retail and hospitality. So Josan and his co-founder Arvindan sat down to take stock. They cut their salaries, they cut a whole lot of other costs, and they worked out that they had enough runway for about seven months. What did they decide to do to it? 
Mint Consulting Editor Malvika Velenikal asked Jusen that question. Okay, how can we help as a tribe uh-huh. uh, in order to uh, help them survive? We knew that with our cuts and so on, we had got a six to seven months runway. So we could figure that okay, if we let's say are uh, even giving one month worth of runway mm-hmm. out of this mm-hmm. and helping somebody mm-hmm. because that so we we strongly felt that that one month of runway is not going to decide the make or break or survival for us. So I mean, if if we can survive for five six months, I I mean one month lesser, we would have figured out by then. uh what's happening and how to survive longer or grow why not give one month of runway if it helps somebody survive so josen and arvindan decided to give up one month of their own runway and give it as working capital to classpro classpro is a startup that provides software for online learning this is in great demand right now with so many classes moving online but if you don't have money to survive for the next few months how do you grab this opportunity The Netiolan founders hadn't met the Classpro founder but they could relate to somebody else in the SaaS space and they had been through the same accelerator program as him so a month's capital went out as a loan to Classpro it was to be paid in 18 months it's entirely based on trust there's no formal agreement Jayesh Gopalan the founder of Classpro told Malvika that this lifeline could help it survive till cash flow picks up again So from less than one month to like you know we had like okay now three months we have now in three months we can figure out and maybe we can extend it to maybe four or five months. Can you tell me a little bit about this sustainable pool lending model that you guys co-created? We told them, ah uh, hey we need this money. This is our plan. This is what our uh, you know expenses are looking like, and uh, this is the amount we need so that we will be able to extend our cash flow. The terms were also very, uh, like, very much founder friendly itself. When you say founder friendly, what do you mean? Give me an example. Yeah, founder friendly means like you know exactly you know you have eighteen months to repay it. Okay. That's one thing. Plus the interest rate of that is, uh, for an yearly interest rate is just six percent itself. This sense of larger community in the SaaS world goes back a fairly long way. Most of the founders are close knit. They share information and advice with one another. They also have a community called SaaS Bumi. Avinash Raghava is the person who coordinates SaaS Bumi. He's seen the Indian SaaS ecosystem grow from the early days. He spoke to Malvika and he said this culture of sharing isn't new. It goes back to the 1990s when IT services companies collaborated within the Nascom framework. They brought business to India and worked together for that even if they were competitors in global markets. SaaS community seems to be the most closely knit and the largest. What do you think? What are some of the reasons that have helped create this culture of helping one another and paying it forward? Thanks to people like uh, Girish. Actually, I would really acknowledge Girish, Suresh, Chris, Manav, Pallav, all these guys who actually came together and opened their playbooks. Raghava is talking about the leaders of successful Indian SaaS startups. Girish Mathrabhutam of Freshworks, Suresh Sambandham of Kissflow, Pallav Nadani of charts.com, Manav Garg of Eka Software and Krish Subramaniam of Chargebee among others. 
These founders have shared their experience, strategies, and even their sales numbers to help younger founders. The next generation took a cue from them and continued to pay it forward. You don't see this in other sectors like e-commerce, where companies mostly come together when they need to lobby with the government on regulation or something like that. Many of these founders would not come together to mm. share how it is working for them. People yeah. also come forward when they also see good people associated with the cause. Just few good people are required to really make this world a better place, and that's how the entire community today shares openly with others. And that's the beauty about the SaaS ecosystem itself. With this kind of cooperation, India's SaaS industry has grown really fast. It crossed 1.5 billion dollars in revenue last year, and the community has more than 700 startups. Four of them are in the big league with annual recurring revenue of over 100 million. Nine others have crossed the 25 million dollar revenue mark recently. But a majority of them, that's about 625 of these SaaS startups are actually early stage. They have an annual recurring revenue of less than 1 million dollars. These are the ones that are most vulnerable at a time like this. Vinod Muthukrishnan sold his customer analytics startup Cloud Cherry to Cisco last year in October just before the covid storm struck. He told Malvika that when he heard about the troubles that early stage SaaS founders were facing he jumped right in to help. 6 months ago 1 year ago access to capital was unfettered right everyone had access to capital but what's happened with this squeeze is that along with the companies that perhaps were being built unsustainably even the good companies you know in a forest where on all animals die yeah so the point is how do you find companies that are actually building sustainable companies um, with good unit math who truly need capital to bridge that deficit sasbumi has tied up with a fintech startup indifi and they provide loans without collateral to saas startups the loans are to be repaid from monthly revenues SaaS companies operate on a recurring revenue model. This means their earnings are somewhat more predictable than many other startups in difficult times like these. Who's eligible? Startups that have been around for at least 2 years and have an annual recurring revenue of at least $250,000. Muthukrishnan is helping to vet the startups. Two other seasoned entrepreneurs are working with him. One is Pallav Nadani. who is building a new startup now it's called charts.com he also had a lucky break and sold his previous company an 18 year old one in march this year the other founder working on this is manav garg of ika software all three of them also mentor the founders in navigating the post covid situation the saas bumi initiative mainly aims at helping startups that are in a sort of limbo They are able to sign up some new customers, but at lower rates, and existing customers are not paying or are cancelling contracts. So they have some revenue coming in, but not enough. They need capital, but they also need guidance on financial discipline. Sasbumi is very clear that they are not trying to save startups with an iffy business model. If you don't have a solid plan, you are not likely to convince them to help you. startups it's very hard for startups to be able to have a capital arm that allows customers to defer payments or pay differently right because revenue is the fuel for startups 
everyone will tell you the obvious that you have to cut costs. So I will repeat that. Assume that the the economic tail of this pandemic is going to continue for 18 to 24 months. If you want to be ready to run at the end of those 24 months, you can't chop your feet off. So you can't say I survive. Now in 2022, the markets are booming and you want to grow, but I have no legs. Right. So what costs you cut are incredibly important. So the first counsel from my side is. Look, everyone's telling you to cut costs. It's right. There's nothing wrong with that. But what costs to cut? What costs not to cut? And very importantly, what elements of growth to continue to stay invested in is superlatively important. You must have a healthy book, which means your customers should not be disappearing in the pandemic. It should not be such a flaky business that now suddenly all your customers have decided to stop paying you or cut your subscription. Right? Find those companies and fund their deficit. So. That is what is unique about this. Not that capital is being matched to companies by itself. Of course, no one can predict what the real, what the complete effect of the coronavirus pandemic will be. Whether all these efforts will bear fruit is anybody's guess. But the SaaS community in India is at least trying, and they're trying really hard. They're a unique lot. They don't just share money, but also time, advice, strategy. Sometimes that's more important than the cash funding. They understand that they're all linked and that when one of them benefits, the entire ecosystem becomes stronger. It's a form of empathy in action. And that's a lesson that a lot of other companies and sectors can learn from now. You were listening to Startup Inc. I'm Shalini Omachandran. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shalini MB or on Facebook and Instagram at HT Smartcast. To listen to more such podcasts, do log on to htsmartcast.com. Hi, I'm HT Smartcast and I hope you're safe and well. The next episode is about to begin. But just a small message of solidarity before that. In difficult times like these, living in isolation isn't going to be easy. But what if Working from home, our own comfort zones, helps us discover new ways of being. What if this calm, this rest, it helps us listen to ourselves and the people around us more deeply? While that happens, you can find me at htsmartcast.com. Connecting you to the world of comedy, culture, motivation, news. You know, just in case you need some smart company. Thanks for listening. Take care. This was a Livement production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. The monumental savings event is happening now at Unclaimed Freight Furniture. Shop an unmatched selection of styles now 20% off. Plus, take time to pay with five years no interest financing. Fine guaranteed lowest prices on home accents starting at just $129. Doorbuster living room finds over 40% off. Can't miss marble dining sets under $700. Plus thousands off complete bedroom additions. Hurry to shop these monumental savings in-store at Unclaimed Freight Furniture or shop now at unclaimedfreightfurniture.com.